Hello, everyone, and welcome. We're here in Yeshivat Chuchil Chesed under the guidance of Rabbi Shalom Arish, and today we start a brand new story, Rabbi Nachman's eleventh story, titled "The Exchanged Children." Sounds a little scary, right? Let's see how this has to do with us, and let's see what we can get out of this story to try to become better people, to know where to put our emphasis on life. Just to give a little background, first of all, this story in Hebrew is called Ben Melech or Ben Shivcha Shnitchalfu, the son of the king, the prince, and the son of the slave woman, of the servant that got swapped, that got switched. Sometimes we feel in life that we are not anything special. We feel like we're maybe doing the wrong things. That's just the words of the Yetzirah saying that, no, you're not a prince. You're not the son of Hashem. You're not a piece of the divine. You're not worth Hashem's love, heaven forbid. That's all the Yetzirah, the evil inclination telling us that we're worth nothing. And it's not true at all. This story actually takes place, Rabbi Nachman tells the story on a Saturday night after spending Shabbat with Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Natan, and Rabbi Naftali would go over to him and they would speak current events. And Rabbi Nachman would always bring out the Torah ideas behind why things happen. And sometimes it would become a Torah discourse and sometimes it would become a story. And this Saturday night, when they came to speak to him before saying goodbye, Rabbi Nachman said, just go home already. And they were, felt bad. They said, how could it be? We're going to go without talking, without getting some some advice, without getting some Torah, without getting something for the way home to, to know what to, to live with the next few, next few, uh, till we meet again. And they went to speak to the, the local rabbi, who was also a disciple of Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Aaron. They were speaking to him for a while, and all of a sudden, Rabbi Nachman said, call back Natana Naftali, and they went back to him, and they started to speak about current events, and they were actually speaking about Napoleon, how his current battles and how he, how surprising it was that he was actually winning so many wars. They said this interesting thing. They said he was born to a simple slave and had then become emperor. Rabbi Nachman said, who knows what sort of soul he has. It is possible that it was exchanged. There's a chamber of exchanges. And that's where this, what we started to speak about, where a person feels like he's not worth it or he's not deserving. Or, for example, his... You feel like your uh, your desires and your and your bad habits are out of control. That just means that you're more important to Hashem and you're more special, and Hashem loves you more. Why? Because He knows that you're capable of doing more, and He knows that you're in a situation right now that you can go and reach dizzying heights. Person says, "No, I'm not a big rabbi. I didn't come from anything special." They used to say that about Rabbi Nachman himself. They say, "Oh, you only became a big rabbi." Because you were a grandson of the Baal Shem Tov. Because you were born with such a special and holy soul. And he got angry at those type of people that said that that's only why he's special. He says, what do you think? It was easy for me? I worked hard. I had hard tests. But I continued to get closer to Hashem. Continued striving. Continued yearning. And continued praying. And that's what we have to learn from this. It's very interesting to note that we're speaking about Napoleon. Because this week... The week that we're recording this class was the Balatani's yard site. And he battled Napoleon. He felt that Napoleon was a 
very dangerous thing for the spiritual state of the Jews. Because yes, he might have been opening more uh, opportunity for business and for growth in different areas and trading and making the world one big nice place. But he felt like that would make a simulation and it would be hard for the soul of the Jewish people. And the Balatanya battled him spiritually. You know, the Rabbi Nachman also had some sort of encounter with him in Eretz Israel. They said that that there was some sort of race, so to speak, in the spiritual realms. Who's going to get there first, Rabbi Nachman or Napoleon? So there, things that happen in the world, like we said, that Rabbi Nachman would speak about the current event and he would turn it into a Torah discourse, into a story. So nothing that happens is simple. We might not always know, but we need to be in tune and say, how can I get closer to Hashem through what's going on in my life personally, through what's going around in the world? What is the message for me? What is the message for us? And that's why we have to get a proper mentor to help us and to show us how to navigate our life. So once upon a time, there was a king who had a slave woman to serve the queen in the palace. She would cook and whatever, but she would also have the certain access to the king. So she was some sort of uh, high status. The time came when the queen gave birth. This slave woman also gave birth at the same time. The midwife exchanged the babies to see what would happen and how the situation would develop. She exchanged the infants by placing the king's son next to the slave and the slave's son next to the queen. The two boys grew. The one who was assumed to be the king's son was giving greater and greater status until he continued to advance, becoming highly talented. The one who was assumed to be the slave's son but was the king's true son, grew up in the slave's house. The two of them studied together in the same school. The king's true son was called the slave's son. Nevertheless, by nature, he was drawn to the ways of royalty, even though he was raised in the slave's house. Also, the slave's son was known as the king's son. He was drawn by his nature to different ways, not to the ways of royalty. However, since he was growing up in the king's palace, he was raised in the royal manner and learned to behave accordingly. Having a weak character, the midwife told someone the secret of how the boys were exchanged. One friend has another, and in an unusual matter, the secret was passed from one person to the another until everyone was speaking about how the king's son had been exchanged. Of course, people did not speak about it openly since they did not want the king to hear about it. They did not want the king to know about it since the king could not do anything. There was no remedy. He could not believe the rumor since it might have been false and he cannot exchange the boys again. They're already big, right? Therefore, the report could not be revealed to the king. Still, the people spoke about it among themselves. Then one day, someone revealed the secret to the king's son, telling him that people were saying that he had been exchanged. However, it is impossible for you to investigate this since it would be beneath your dignity. Besides, there is no way to ascertain the truth. However, I feel that it is my duty to inform you, since there may be a rebellion against the king someday and the rebels' hand could be strengthened if they could claim that they are making the king's truce on the king. I'm speaking of the one whom they claim is the king's son in their rumors. This is talking about the slave's son, right? Therefore, you must devise some sort of plan to do away with him. So this person he wants to do the right thing, right? The king's son began to persecute the father of the slave's son, not realizing that it was really his own father. 
He was always looking for ways to do him harm. He caused him one evil after another, trying to get him to immigrate together with his son. As long as the king was alive, he did not have much power. Still, he caused him evil. But then the king grew old and died, and the son's slaves inherited the kingdom. He then did much greater evil to the father of the other son, causing him one evil after another. He would do it in secret ways so that people would not trace the evil back to him, since it would not be proper for the masses to realize what he was doing. He was the king. Nevertheless, in his secret ways, he was able to cause the father much evil. The father of this other son understood that the new king was doing him evil because of the rumors. He told his son, who was actually the king's true son, the entire story. He told him, no matter what the truth is, I have a great pity on you. If you are my son, I certainly have great pity on you. And if you are really the king's son, then the pity is even greater. He wants to destroy you completely. Heaven forbid. Therefore, you must get yourself far away from here. The son thought this was terrible, but did not have any other choice since the king continued directing persecutions one after another. The son therefore made up his mind to leave. His father gave him very much money and he went on his way. The king's true son was extremely upset at having been exiled from his land for no reason. He thought about his situation and tried to understand why he was being exiled. If I'm really the king's son, I do not deserve this to be happening to me. And if I am not the true king's son, I also don't deserve this. What have I done wrong? He felt that a terrible tragedy had happened to him and he began to drink and went to bars. He went to spend his life doing nothing else but getting drunk and following his heart desires since he had been exiled without reason. Two more lines. The new king took over the kingdom with a firm hand. Whenever he heard people speaking and spreading rumors of the exchange, he would punish them harshly. He ruled with strength and arrogance. So, we see in the beginning of the story how things are starting to get a little hard for the true, the, the prince, the king's son. And he went and he tried to find something that will make him feel good. And he went to go and drink and follow his heart's desires. Another idea Rabbi Natan teaches us is that we have a soul and we have a body. Our soul is the prince. Our body is the slave. The body should be a slave to the soul. It's only here to serve the soul, only to do good. But when a person just feeds the body, then heaven forbid, things go out of order and he starts to feel run down. So unfortunately, we're going to see that he's going to start turning to drinking and things like that and doing whatever he wants. But we have to realize that that's not what Hashem wants from us. Yes, there's a process and he went through a very hard thing. But let's see what Rabbi Nachum is going to teach us in the coming up story, in the coming up few classes of what the proper way is to battle this trauma, so to speak. May Hashem help us to know when we're feeling that exchanged feeling of saying, are oh, you worthless? You're worth nothing. Say, no, I believe. I believe that Hashem loves me and I am his child and I'm a son of a king and I'm a prince. I'm a princess and I'm not an exchanged child. I know who I really am. Let's not get confused from what the world has to sell us, from what our evil inclination has to sell us. And let's go and get closer to Hashem through prayer and through emunah and through listening to Rabbi Nachman's stories and hope to continue this story and to finish all of Rabbi Nachman's stories together. Thank you for joining us. Have a great one.